Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers. to Main Street TV in the morning show, of course, and Jennifer here with our good friend Courtney is in the house. On the other side of the camera where I can't screw things up. You did so good yesterday. <laughs> Even This girl has like no confidence. I come in and she's like, and I'm like, what is Don't wrong with you? Me. Don't talk to me. I'm, I'm trying, to, I'm trying <laughs> to push all the buttons. <laughs> oh, yeah. And by the way, Courtney, here's 20 pictures. I need to get those downloaded for us real quick. I was like, oh, by the way, uh, Kaya sent a bunch of pictures and I forgot to already go ahead and send them. So can you just go ahead and get those situated for us as well? But you did, did fantastic. Right. We did all right. We, we started a little late. Yes. Had sound off for about a minute and a half. <laughs> that's all right. We figured it out. We figured it out. You did great. Pictures yep. were up. That was fun learning about skincare. It was. I think I put a collar and do the dermo. I, lo- I do thing. it. I love it. Yeah. I think I'm going to collar and get that done. It's it's very, like I said, it's very humbling when you <laughs> when you See look all at all the, the junk that comes off your face. Off. Yeah. yeah. Like even she'll be like up here. I'm like, what? Is, do I have hair up there? Yeah. Mm, we all do. Like you just don't <laughs> I'll know. I'll know. I feel like my eyebrows grow all the way up to my hair sometimes. <laughs> they grow together. Why they grow up. They grow right down. here? <laughs> why is there a big hair sticking out of my forehead? Right. And it's like, why as we get older, and this is really weird, but why do you get like all these like hairs going random hair and i thought it was just me but i as i talk with other women they're like no they just show up i have a pact with like all of my friends and like if i am ever incapacitated someone has to come in and take care of the chin hair yes please for the love of god (laughs) someone come pluck me don't let me lay there and grow (laughs) So maybe we'll just like Rip Van Winkle. I'll just, just get Kaya on retainer. Yeah, right. That's what we need to She'll do. We my, just need to... my power of attorney. This is why I keep her as a friend. Like, well, we don't know what she wants to do of do not resuscitate, but we do know that she wants <laughs> her chin hair plucked. Courtney needs her chin hair plucked. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. So we have a special guest coming in. Not that Courtney's not a special guest. Um, our good friend John Moore is going to be in to talk about true sports. Yes. Very exciting. Yeah, and some fun things that they have coming up but you have um yeah yesterday we we kind of touched on it very lightly when we were talking to um mr o'boyle about the upcoming football games but in yesterday's newspaper we have an awesome spread um of our 2022 football preview so in here you can see all of your local schools we've got venton county wellston the ironman and oak hill all in here you can read about the upcoming football season. My goodness, look at all those I know. People. We've got pictures of the band in here. We've got an article about Total Media and our new announcers and how we're going to be covering the game. Um, complete write-ups on. Love that. Each Where you can find team. the games, all yep. that stuff. Got your schedule in here. We've got your roster. Um, see, there's so much. It's just flying everywhere. Right. We got cheerleaders in here. We've got everything. So if you didn't get a chance to pick up yesterday's edition, you definitely that. want to stop by and do that. Um, or look, you can see it online too. So it's pretty cool. They worked really hard on this. I want to thank all of our sponsors that sponsored this so we could have the extra pages to cover the, yeah. the sports. So that's great too. But I thought it was a really good spread and wanted to let everybody know about it before John came on. That's right. And then that was in yesterday's paper. Yes, yesterday's paper. So you need to run out, pick it up. And the, this is like scrapbook moments. Right. Stuff right yeah. Here. You, like, keep, I mean, yeah. you need to keep these for the kids. And it's so much fun to go back and look at. Like, hey, look at Andy's on. putting up the look pictures. There, Andy. Look at you. Isn't that a sharp? James designed the top. So looks very good. Nice, sharp. Thanks. Shout out to Benton County Bank for that front page ad. But. Yeah, it's like you said, a scrapbook. It's fun, like it's, to keep them for your kids, and then those you are know, memories. When you finally kick them and all their stuff out of the house, <laughs> they can look back on all this and be like, "Oh, look!" Like and read about their games and look at who they 
played against and all that. So that's yeah. really cool. Absolutely. And just remembering fellow teammates and cheerleaders and right, you know, band right. members and yep. people that were, were there all at that same time. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Cause I don't, if it, I, I don't remember anything from high school. So it's great to have this stuff to go back and go like, Oh yeah, he was on the team. I, I forgot about I him. Know, like I can remember on graduation day saying, I just don't understand why people say they can't remember their classmates. Like we're all such good so friends. I know we'll be good you. friends forever. And like, then people come in, they're like, remember we graduated together. I'm like, <laughs> or people will say, what class did they like? Or, I'm like, I don't know. They're a couple years older, younger than me. Right. I don't know. Like yeah. you do forget. I, I was looking at like the list of names of people that graduated with us. And there was literally a person in front of me behind me i can't remember what her first name was but her name was milliken my maiden name's milliken it wasn't spelled the same but still i don't have any recollection of that like you would Isn't think that, weird? that was that <laughs> close to your last name that you might remember so i'm like did this person just come in real late that i don't remember them or what but or do i just suck that bad my brain's just that <laughs> is our, yeah terrible. is my brain that shot yeah. but no it is um very interesting and and um just fun to have that stuff to look back on. It is very yeah, fun, so. and uh, so yeah. Please get yep. your copy well, of the Telegram today. Like I said, though, you could go online and subscribe too. Um, if you want to print it out, you can download the PDF version and print it out, and yep, even have that. That's so. really cool. Just go to telegramnews.com. Yep, telegramnews.com. Yep. You can get there so. through Facebook or, or anyway. So, yeah, very cool. Well, thank you, Courtney, for letting us know You're about welcome. that. That is so good. Yeah. And they did such a good job. They did. They worked really hard. Um, Todd, Brock, all the um, designers, Andy, Christina, um, everybody, James, everybody worked real hard to get that together. So, yep. Speaking Red. of James, we uh, finally got, we got. <laughs> We got uh, pictural evidence last night that, that he is alive. Okay. Yes. We were, I almost texted him. We were getting a little worried because yeah, we hadn't talked Thursday, to him. Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, I was like, hmm, I heard from James. I might text him. He's like, like I do my child. Proof of life, please. Yes. <laughs> so we get this rando message from him last night. Courtney's like, thank God. Proof of life. <laughs> <laughs> He's okay. It's not lost in the hills of uh, North Carolina. Of North Carolina. <laughs> I got a really cute picture from him last night because I had told him, I said, he's. they went to Asheville and some other places. And I said, Asheville is one of my favorite places in the world. And he said, where do I have to go? And I said, I'm just going to tell you one place you have to go is Burial Brewing. And I yeah. said, because it's their beer is off the chain, but it's a really cool place too. Yeah. So I've shown him this mural I think I saw that on Facebook today. Yeah, so I'm, I, I actually, and Andy, if I send it to you, can you put it up? Do you know how? Yeah, I was actually trying to look through. I don't have the one of him and um, him posing in front of it, but here, I'll yeah, just, send it to me. I'll just email it to you, and then um, yes. because I get, so I said, if you do nothing else, I need you to get a picture in front of this mural. So that I know that you've been there to prove it. So I get a picture last night. I just, I emailed it to you, Andy. So we'll, uh, and then you'll get to see James's lady friend too. I was or we can say, I or, can't believe you're doing what you're doing. I don't think he'll care, will he? No, we'll I mean, find you put out. It on Facebook, so yeah, if, if you put it on Facebook, it's fair game. James, so. I was not a part of this. <laughs> this is Andy and Jen. <laughs> But no, I just thought it was so cute. Well, because I would like I was the like, explanation of the mural. Like those two things don't go together. They're just, but they do. <laughs> right? I guess. It's like, that's weird. But yeah, it, that works. It works. Yeah. And I told, that's what I was telling Andy off the off the show. And then we'll get to John, bless his heart for sitting over here listening to us <laughs> ramble. Um <laughs> But I was like, the funny part about this mural, and they have several of them there at, Bur at, at Burial, but this one is just like so weird. That, right. So they have picnic tables like all along the other side. And you can't really see it in the picture. But if you're sitting at one of those tables, like, I mean, it's just hundreds of people like, you know, standing <laughs> in front of it. like Tom Selleck and... <laughs> Yeah, you're like, this is so weird, but it's so fun right. all at the same time. There it is. Yeah. Tom Selleck cute? and Chunk. Yep. Right, Chunk? Is it Chunk? 
I think it's Chunk. Yeah, I don't know. No, Chunk was the kid. That's no, no, Chunk Sloth. was the kid. That's Sloth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Goonies. From the Goonies. Great so, movie. Yeah. So I told James, I said, I don't care what you do, but you have to send me a picture for that mural. <laughs> so he did. Bless his little heart. So good for them. I'm glad they made oh, it. That's all. Yeah. Like it's the mural makes like no sense, but yet makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's huge, as you can see. If Sloth and and Tom Selleck, Tom I mean, Selleck why met, they're gonna hang out. Yeah, of course. Right. So. All right, I rambled enough. Check out the fall um, preview. Saturday, we will be covering the rest of the fall sports, so pick Saturday's edition up also. So yes, we'll be doing a preview and also kind of um, getting some pictures of all the other fall sports, so check that out. That's right. And, and again, you can see these things online, but you you need to pick up that paper because you need to – these are yep. definitely like scrapbook material moments right so. it's yep. just not the same if you don't have that newsprint on your fingers after i think so it, right i love it right, right. I have, so. yeah if you don't have to wash your hands afterwards have you really read right. the paper no you have no, not you have read not. the paper yeah <laughs> all exactly. right well let john come over and come talk on about over john sports. all right we're super excited to have our good friend john in the house and we're going to talk about true sports and probably some pizza along the way too i hope so yeah i'm just gonna tell you just Right off the rip. I don't know how you do this pizza thing because, number one, I don't know how you stay so svelte, but number two, <laughs> your pizza is freaking awesome. Well, it is you. just awesome. Well, thank you. At Cardo's, if you don't know what I'm talking uh, about. First of all. It is so good. I have the best employees. Yes. That helps. That, yes. Like, but I'll bet they would say that they have a very good boss eh. because you... I tell you what, in town, I mean, just in general, in the restaurant business and whatever, uh, employee retention, uh, I would say in the restaurant business is very low, um, just in general. It's yeah. rough out there. And um, But you have, you retain employees and there's something to be said for that. There's a reason for that. And, um, but you do a fantastic job. Well, and, and they do. I mean- Thank you very much. Super friendly. Go through the drive-through and they're super duper friendly, like so nice. Well, and uh we're not just, we're not perfect but we're trying well and that's the thing that's all you can do i yeah. mean of course you're gonna mess things up or we're gonna mess things up or you know everybody's gonna mess something up at some point but so i asked you earlier yeah not on air though but uh do you miss the restaurant business i do i mean it's nice to have a break but i do miss it i miss mostly the people you know, I don't miss not sleeping at night and, you know, all of the, you know, checking, like getting up and picking up your phone in the morning and waiting for all the, you know, yeah. craziness to occur. I don't miss, you know, some of that stuff, but I just really do miss the people. And it's like, you know, Kaya came in, Kaya uh, has served at the restaurant and she was our guest yesterday. Uh, she's an, an anesthetist. She does facials and stuff. I can't say that word. But it was so good to see her and like I don't – so all these people that I don't get to see uh, as much unless I see them at Walmart or Kroger or, you know, something like yeah. that. And, you know, both staff and customers as well, yeah. guests that, that I don't get to see as much. So, yeah, I do miss that part That's of it. My favorite part of the work at the restaurant is uh, working the counter or the drive through window. Sure. I, I love, you know, love the customers. Yeah, and it's just – I don't even want to say gossip is a horrible word, uh, and it's not that you want to keep up on gossip. That's a horrible word. Um, but you do get to kind of keep up on people's lives and, like, know what's going on, and you celebrate their their achievements. And then, you know, if they're low, you, you go through that with them as well. And, you know, the, the main part is that you get to talk with people and you know what's going on with them. And so you kind of miss that part. Yeah. You know, so uh – so I walked into the Lou Davis studio. Yeah. I was thinking about Lou Davis. Yes. And we, we talked about this last time, but I thought I'd bring it up again. It was yes. about 33 years ago right now. I was talking to your dad. Uh-huh. Because the building he built down there on Broadway Street, there used to be Lou's Drive-In. Lou's Drive-In. Yeah. I forgot. Nine yes. East Broadway. Uh, I rented that 33 years ago for the pizza shop. That's right. And I had to ask him some questions about this and that. Is and that was, where it started? Uh-huh, down there on 90 East Broadway Street. And it, but your dad, who built that, had he took time and answered all my questions for me because I had to have some. I don't know, you know what the questions were. Some about the grease trap or something like that. Uh -huh. was one of, but yeah, it was thirty three years ago. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Aw, so in a roundabout way, uh, Big Lou is is partial parsh, partial in getting Cardo's yeah. going. He helped me. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Very cool. That was in my twenties back then. <laughs> it was a few years ago. Yeah. Thirty three years. <laughs> Like that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 
But uh, no, and um, I again, I just want to commend you guys because your food is phenomenal. Uh, love it so much, and um, your staff does a great job. And you had a um, a young man that works the drive through some when I go through there, and uh, he's so personable. And um, even during like the pandemic, and it was just like I'm sure that they were just like. Yeah, that was. Uh, did you now? Were you? Did you have to close mm-hmm. Archinetti's during the pandemic? We did, so we did, went to carry out as well. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, interesting. So, it was a it was a rough couple months. Right, a lot of restaurants couldn't pivot like that. They no. just couldn't figure it out. But you guys figured it out. We did. Luckily, we had a drive through window. Yes. And uh, so that was we easily transitioned to that. But. Yeah, yeah. It was um it was a rough time. If you pivot was certainly a word that was used daily um, because it was just rough, and and you had to pivot. Sometimes hourly, yeah. sometimes daily, sometimes weekly, but you had to keep pivoting. Right, because going out of moving. business wasn't part of what you were going to oh, do. Oh, no. And letting letting our um, community go hungry wasn't going to happen either right. because you couldn't get food at the store. Right. Yeah. I mean, you just couldn't. So here we are. We have access to food. You had access to food. Our responsibility was to make sure everybody was fed yeah. you safely. Know- you know, uh, over 100,000 restaurants went out of business in that time period. It was bad. Hundred Over 100,000. That's and crazy. I can see why. And I will say without the government, you know, stepping in, there would be a lot more, I yeah. think. Um, so I will give them credit for that. They made some boneheaded decisions. but um, <laughs> Almost daily. I mean, pretty much all the time. Um, but I will say that they, they uh, kept some catastrophes from they happening. They so did. that was fantastic. So are, are we past the pandemic? No. Okay. But I did see the CDC uh, director came out and basically they, they are just annihilating her now. And, and um, she's saying, yeah, we didn't handle all this very well. But on the other side of the coin, you know, I mean, I don't know. Do you do you take a job and, and live your life predicting a, you know, 100 year pandemic? Right. Like, <laughs> I, mean, that's I a, that's a tough job to have. It's a very tough job to have. It's a tough job to be the governor and all the health people and, and the president and all of that at the time. So now that we've solved all those yes. problems, I don't know if we solved any, we just, highlight, no, we just highlighted, highlighted them, them yeah. and, and talked about them for a minute, but, uh, no pandemic, not over. Uh, just talked with a friend. Um, I had asked her if we could get together and she said, well, yeah, on, um, Tuesday, cause I'm home with COVID right now. And I was like, it really is still a thing. Yeah. Not good. So be careful out there. What else can we talk about? We can talk about true sports. True sports. You know, uh, when I saw this, it reminded me of something. What? I'm trying to think who that is for Jackson. Do we know who number seven is? Is that one of the Wolford kids? Uh, I think he's number, I think uh, Cade's number eight. And okay. So back when we did. Uh, well, fly, let's look it up real quick. When we did flag football. So I was going to say these kids have to be. Yeah. Your kids, like from... So we did uh, flag football at the First Baptist Jacob Church. Jacob uh, Quarterback. Quarterback, yes. So when we started flag football back in 2007, Sorry. the First Baptist Church, it was upward sports. Yes. And uh, those first few years we did it, you know, we were just learning how to do it. But all of a sudden it dawned on us, these kids are awesome. Yeah. And uh, there was, uh, we've seen awesome kids all every year we've done it. But there was one group of kids that was my, my son Cooper's a junior right now. So when he was in kindergarten, first, second, third, and the kids uh, maybe right in that area of age group, we were all like, when these kids get to high school, like, it's going to be something to watch. And it's right now <laughs> uh, to see uh, Eli Brarman and Cade Wolford. And then some that graduated last year, like the Blankenship boy and uh, uh Coach McGraw's son, mm-hmm. did, and I'm, I'm not naming all of them, of course. Those, oh, they're they just come to well, mind because they're all talented. It was something to see in first grade. Yes, and then we all knew it was going to happen. They got Isn't that crazy? Come watch Friday night because we saw it back when they're in first and second, third grade. But now come watch them Friday night because we knew it was coming. Yep. And then also uh, in our soccer program, uh, there were great soccer players came through. I'm biased, but my son Cooper, he's on the high varsity soccer team. Yeah, it was fun to watch that also. Yeah, and some of those fe- fellow players. And I think they started, you know, just as little, little babies. <clears throat> but you saw it early. Some, <clears throat> of course, push themselves and improve through the years. And then some kids are just, you see it very early. They have it very early. Well, there's, you know, there's, there's talent where you work at it 
there's also God-given talent and there's, you know, all of this. And you, you know, you could be the most talented person in the world, but if you don't work at it right. or vice versa. Right. Um, right. I think there's a lot of high school athletes that would say, yeah, I, don't, I wasn't born to do this, but I've worked my butt right. off and, and here I that. am. Uh, and in, in youth sports, we talked about this last time, there are three levels of youth sports. And I've been blessed to see this in action. You have your first level is discovery. That's, you know, those kids come and play a sport for the first time and they fall in love with the sport. They, they like being part or of it. Or they don't. And that's fine too, but they get to learn. They discover one, they one discover, thing or the other. Yes. Yeah. So then after they discover it, then they start developing the skills for so that love turns into developing skills. And, uh, and then after they do that for a while and they've working on perfecting it, then it's performance. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going to see Friday night at the football games. Uh, so you get discovery, development, performance, and the parents, you have to be very mindful of where your kid's at, you know, to help them through those stages. Cause yes. some parents are like, what's his problem? Well, he's, he's, he's still in discovery and stage. He's, yeah, or... he's, he's developing, you know, yeah. you, you, they, they don't go straight to performance no. is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, we would like for that to happen, but of it course doesn't that always doesn't happen. happen. But, yeah. uh, so be mindful of that as a parent with you sports and be there, you know, help them get through those stages, discovery, development performance. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I agree with you. And I think that's fantastic. And that's what you are helping these kids do at such a young age. So let's back up for a minute and talk about true sports, uh, in general and how, it, how it came to be. I know, you know, you did start over at the first Baptist uh. church, like, okay, I went to Kennison. So where Kennison used to be, yep. <laughs> there is now a, a lovely grass field A lovely field, there. field over there. Uh, yes. I'm trying to think what year it was. Uh, probably around 2005, the First Baptist Church was able to buy them. A few them. years ago. <laughs> Time's flying. Yeah. Uh, First Baptist Church bought that, and we reconditioned it, and we started flag football there in 2007. And it was Upward Sports, which is a national uh, nonprofit ministry that will partner with churches to put on sports events. Yes. Basketball is their main sport. Okay. But they, but they have uh, flag football. So we did that, and in 2009 added soccer, and... Did it, and then the pandemic hit. And there's a couple of years there we didn't do anything, and yeah. uh, so at, around that time, my wife and myself, and my great friend Justin Oyer for Warriors for Christ over yes. on Mound Street, yes. we formed a nonprofit, and we got a piece of property on McCarty Lane, which is about sixteenth of a mile past Dakotas. Yes, on the left. On the left, you'll see it. Same I, side of the road. Yep, and uh, we we just uh, with the blessings of the First Baptist Church, we just went and did our own thing. True sports. And uh, I was just talking to Matt in there about uh, we had our soccer program, which you allowed me to come on a few months ago and talk about before we did it. Yes. And it was so neat because it, you had some Rio student or Rio soccer players helping. It, it exceeded all of our expectations because these guys from Rio, uh, there were 74 young men on the Rio soccer team. Okay. Not one from America. <laughs> None of them. Wow. Uh, and so through an employee, actually, I got the get to know some of these guys and they came to our facility and trained the kids in soccer. And we do kindergarten through sixth grade. They came uh, three or four times a week up. And, As college uh, soccer players. Yes. Wow. And uh, it was, again, it exceeded all, all of our expectations because they were wonderful guys who love kids. They showed up early. Oh, there's a picture of your field there. Yep. Pete went out there and took that picture. It's beautiful. It's just so well, this is big. It's and, a great and vibe out there too. And, yeah, yeah it's, it's nice and relaxed. Peaceful. And, yes, very peaceful. Yeah. Uh, but those guys, Ryo, one guy's from Chile, uh, guy from Portugal, guy from Spain, and a couple guys from Argentina came up, and uh, they were so good with the kids, and the kids learned so much soccer. So uh, I'm very excited, of course, for flag football and cheerleading to come up, but next spring for our next soccer program. Yes. And hopefully yeah. we can continue with the, that relationship with the Rio yep. uh, players yeah. because that's, I mean, my goodness. Uh, those, you know, those guys I get to know, I love getting to know someone from another country to hear about their culture and stuff like that. Soccer is pretty much a big part of their culture. You yes. know, it's here. They're like, you know, in America, you guys will play a season of soccer and then you'll play basketball and then you play. Yeah. It's baseball. seasonal, just like the, the leaves and the everything else. Then you get back to soccer. Yes. Not there. No. Every boy's dream in a lot of those countries is become a professional soccer player. Isn't that 
wild. Yeah. So here it's football, right? But they, they call it football as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you ever travel to other countries, um, it's amazing to to us as Americans that you know people are gathered around at a at a bar or a restaurant or whatever watching soccer games on TV, and we're like, <laughs> I, I've grown. My appreciation for it has grown being around those guys, especially because their love for it. It's different than, I mean, you see love for sports here. It's, it's a very unique love. It's a lifestyle. And when they can walk, they had a soccer ball at their feet. Yes. (laughs) And that's so good. And, and, um, you're exactly right. They live it. I mean, they just live soccer. So to get those guys to come up and train our kids, that's what we need in this area. Cause there's kind of a, a drought in this area for the correct training for soccer. There's some guys around. But, uh, yeah. but man, they did such a great job. Good. So then you get to flag football and you're like, you're going to get, what coach is going to get for flag football? That's right. been easy. I say easy, easier over the years to get the right football coaches because so many guys in this area, they played sure uh, football through high school, some college. And so that those will be our coaches for flag football, just local guys. Because every guy in Ohio is a football coach, you know. <laughs> oh yes <laughs> they're born a football coach i've heard that i got that from someone told me that every That's guy so every guy in kentucky is born a basketball coach yes yeah. but in ohio it's football so and then so for our flag football which is kindergarten through sixth grade we'll have uh those coaches then we're going to pay referees the same ones that do junior high and peewee oh coming, like uh, ref- legit stuff yes. real referee or games that's awesome yeah. that, because that the game our goal for true sports is we share the gospel Sure. Because it's a ministry. Yes. But then we want to give them a first-class sports experience. Okay. And having those referees in there is going to do that. Because the kids can learn so much more in a well-refereed game situation than numerous practices. Correct. So that's an exciting thing. And then we're also going to hire someone to come and train the cheerleaders, someone that has, has that experience. How so those fun. little kindergarten through third-grade cheerleaders can uh, learn, you know, from oh. a, someone that's done it at a higher level. Yeah. So how do you get the kids to play flag football and not tackle football? <laughs> it's just, a, you know, it. the natural progression is to tackle football. But some kids, to, to it, again, look at the high school team right now. Yeah. They, they started with flag football. <laughs> it's the same the same fundamentals you're learning in flag football. Yes. Because I feel like, I don't know. We, we played, a, we had um, in college, we did some flag football, like a girls thing, and it, became tackle real fast <laughs> okay so during a game that was, we were sassy yeah, there but no in I'm just theory kidding. flag football's non-contact exactly. I don't know, in maybe theory. they didn't explain that to the ladies i don't think they did we were they, but uh no that it was fun but um no flag football it's a it's a perfect way to get the kids started with their fundamentals learning the way the game is Learning playing the plays, all off, that how stuff, to catch. without having to worry about them getting destroyed right. or hurt. Right. Because uh, they are little. Right. Some of them will never play tackle football, but they'll probably play, play football the rest of their life in some form or fashion. That and so, or they'll be able to watch the game and know right. what's going on, right. which but, is cool. But some of them will go to tackle. That's a natural progression for some of them. And I tell you, the, there's the NFL, which I love the NFL. Mm-hmm. I go to NFL.com daily. They are really pushing flag football right now. They, really? they understand that for football to be more widespread in America and in the world, that's probably going to be flag football. Okay. They're really pushing it. They're trying to get into the next Summer Olympics flag football. They just had it at, at the World Games down in Alabama. Love that. Yeah. So it's. And you know what I love about the flag football too is, you know, as an adult, even, um, you don't want to have to worry about getting hurt or whatever. You know, we have jobs where we need to, you know, kind of walk and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> show up and right. things. So it's it's a still a way to play the game without having to worry so much about um, injury. Yeah. So uh, registration is up until Monday of next week. Uh, and something interesting, I got a call last night from a lady at the Vinton Jackson or Jackson Vinton community action. I'm sorry from it's one way or the other. And they have funding for 32 kids that they will pay. What? To let them play in our league, uh, either flag football or cheerleading. They will pay for the next 32 kids that yeah, it's all based on income, like community action. They do stuff. If you need a little help. Yes. And so if you contact them and ask them the questions, uh, there's a good chance that they can pay for your child to play with us. 
That is amazing. Yeah. And um, because there is, you know, this isn't free and it does right. cost a lot right. to, to put this stuff on. Yeah. Um, and for us, it was different back in the First Baptist Church, who uh, I can't tell you how awesome they are. Yeah. Uh, you know, they paid the insurance. They paid the maintenance. They even subsidized <laughs> some of the entry fees. Right. That was great. But now we're on our now own. Now you're on your it's, own. It's different. We're doing our best. And no, by the way, everyone, no one in our nonprofit is making any money. We all do it as right. a break even. I was going to ask you about that. This, we just do it this as is a, a nonprofit. Right. It's a ministry opportunity for us. And that's why we do it. But we want to give the kids the best sport experience possible. You know, and, and teaching them the right way. I think that that's um, so wonderful. You know, not learning in the, in the backyard with older brothers or. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know. They just beat the tar out of me for five years. That's how I got good. <laughs> bring, in, bring in coaches that play to the higher level. Yeah. And, and then be it. And then those coaches be a great impact on the kids. Absolutely. All right. So who are you looking for? So signups are through Monday. Uh -huh. So you have a few more days to yeah. sign your, your children up. Yeah. Um, and there is, Oh, there you go. Uh, register today. True sports dot fun. Dot fun. Isn't that hilarious? We, Andy and I are like, that's so fun. Um, literally. Um, so, what are the kind of the parameters? So you said kindergarten through. Okay. So uh, flag football is kindergarten through sixth grade. Okay. And cheerleading is kindergarten through third grade. Okay. And then um, I assume that those get broken down into, right. you know, age categories, things like that. You're right. not going to have a kindergartner playing with a sixth grader, right? Right. So uh, kindergarten, first graders play together. Okay. Which I'll tell you something really cool about that in a second. Okay. Then second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Okay. The cool thing about the kindergarten through first grade division, and this is how I get my coaches. <laughs> the coach is the quarterback in that division. <clears throat> okay. So the coach is on the field as the quarterback. So the adult is yes. the, okay. And uh, how cute. It's awesome. I love that. The, the coaches love that because they're back in their heyday, you know. <laughs> Back in the handing it off. Yeah, back in the huddle drawn up plays. But we use the coaches like that to get the plays off, you know, because to get them when you swirl. have Yeah, yes. <laughs> that exact thing right there. You get a kindergartner as a quarterback, almost every play is oh, we fumbled the snap. Oh, he tripped, he fell down. But so the kindergarten first grade division is a blast to watch. Yes. Because the coaches are the quarterbacks. And they they keep they herd the cats very yeah, well. Yeah, they herd them. And then the kids <laughs> they they learn how to line they learn how to huddle, how to line up, how to get the playoff. And then the next division, second, third grade, then they're doing it. Gotcha. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was looking for this uh I got the card right here from the lady from the Jackson Vinton. Okay. Community action. Tanya Bond. Okay. She's the one that contacted me to let Call me Call Tanya. Tanya. Yep. 384-6421. Uh, she contacted me and said the next 32 kids that meet the income requirements. Okay. That they will uh, take care of the entry fee. All right. Very good. Yeah. So if you're a little <laughs> bit uh, behind the times and, and haven't signed your, your child up for um, true sports yet for the flag football or cheerleading, um, what's the best way to do it? Do you do, do you go to that Facebook page yeah. or can uh, they it's call actually, you? Or? It, it's just a regular website, truesports.fun. We do have a Facebook page too, Okay. but truesports.fun. And uh, you go on there. It's This app is amazing to use Okay. for a parent. And then for us to manage the league. Okay. So it's all on that app. Oh, great. Yeah. Like if you were signing a child up, you would go and set an account up for yourself. Okay. And then you would register your child. You can pay right there and you get, no, uh, we can send you notifications right through it. And it's pretty slick. Very yeah. good. It's 2022. It's how it should be. I know. I mean, if there's one thing that came out of this pandemic, it's like us being creative about how to communicate right. with each other. Right. I, I love it when I have an app or something like that, that is so easy to use. I'm like, this is how it should be. Yeah. User-friendly. Whoa. Not, not making me work that hard. 100%. So, okay. So practices and games and all of that. How I, I know a lot of parents and I know that they are just scrounging around for time right. and they're stressed out and whatever. So how often do the kids practice? When are the games? So um, all of that. Typically there's uh one or two practices a week for flag football. Okay. And one or two for for uh, cheerleading. Okay. When you get volunteer coaches, 
you're all of a sudden kind of subject to the volunteer coach's schedule. Sure. So a lot of that has to get worked out once we get rolling. Okay. And the games typically are Saturday morning. Okay. With some weeknight games as the season goes on. So I don't have the exact answers. I got Because you. there's a lot of uh, volunteer schedules we have to weave together to But I think the there. main part is that you're, you work with people. Yeah. And, and, you know, whatever works out best for everybody is what you're going to do. It's probably with practices and games, it's roughly close to just a three-hour commitment per week. Okay. I think we can all do that. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's not like you're, you know, the kids are practicing every night for three hours a night or right. anything like that. I mean, They'll get there one day. They will, but not right now. But your kindergartner might not need that right no, now. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Again, you want to talk about squirrel. I mean, you'd yeah. definitely lose them after an hour, right? <laughs> but no, they are so cute. And um, it's just so fun to get the kids interested and in, in going at that young of an age. And, you know, that's why the community action came to me. They had funding through... Uh, maybe a COVID grant or something like that. They realize that the kid, more kids need to get out. They need to get back out doing things. And so they're work, they're working with us and other uh, nonprofits and uh, different activities to get the kids back out to do doing things. Yes, and get them out with their peers and their friends and you know socializing. And yeah. my goodness, it's been rough. Yeah. So yeah, and it stinks for you know for you guys that. You know, it has been rough. You couldn't do some of this stuff for a couple of years. But we're glad we're back. And, and you're back now. Yeah. So, all right. So we're going to go. So flag football you ha- and cheerleading you ha- for football, you right. have um, until Monday to sign up. Right. Through Monday to sign up. So get that done. And then once we get past football, we will, um, of course, have you back on to talk about it. But then where do we go? Uh, we take the winter off. Okay. And uh, then we'll have, in the spring, we'll have soccer again. Back to soccer. But I tell you what I like to do in the winter. What? I like to find an indoor facility. Yeah. And get some artificial turf down and get my guys from Rio up here. Yeah. And do uh, personal training, or not personal training, but one-on-one training with uh, for kids with soccer skills. Oh, through very the cool. Because yeah. the guys from Rio, who I love, have nothing to do through the winter. Right, and, it and they helps cannot. Them yes, they cannot get enough soccer. Skills. So they love their soccer. So that's that's a goal we have is to get an indoor facility somewhere where we can through the winter in a facility that you know can do the soccer training, but also baseball, uh, batting cages and pitching training and softball and stuff like that. Yeah, that's something we like to do also. Okay, just just takes the right place, the uh, the right people to help us. We've had we've been blessed with so many people to come step up and uh, donate to our program or yeah. do this for us or do that for us. So we're excited about just being a, a big part of the sports culture and yes. experience here in Jackson in a positive way. Yes. You know, and you got to think about the kids you got, and you know, when it comes to the ministry side, when, when I'm playing the sport and then when I'm done playing the sport, never play it again, who am I? The character is very important for that. Sure it is. You know, so because, how do you, because there'll be a day you don't play sports anymore. Well, who? where do I get my worth? Or where do I get my value? Right. Or my sense of worth. And that's why we do the program. That's the ministry part of it. Love that. And that's what I was going to ask you. How do you tie the ministry in with the sports aspect? So each, uh, through the practices, uh, I have a wonderful friend and, uh, and uh, another friend who's a pastor. We have written just devotions we share with the kids. And it's all fundamentals, the, the foundational beliefs in the Christian faith. And that's what we'll share with the kids. And uh, it's a great, unbelievable opportunity to do that. Yeah. And we, we feel that that's, uh, from the ministry standpoint, that sharing that with the kids and letting the parents know that we just love those kids and we're there to serve them. And that, that's, our, that's our ministry right there. Right. It's not we're going to um, shove the Bible down their throats or, or whatever. It's not, that's not what it is. It's, it's right. about, uh, you know, love and teaching them and all of that. It's a... Uh, it's about being humble yep, and uh, serving other people. Yeah. That's what, that's our, that's our motivation. And we, again, no one's making any money doing it. So, you know, sometimes you look at the ministry, like, man, they're making all kinds of money and some do. And I, I mean, when that. you, when you look at some of those uh, places that you see on TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We don't have the private jet yet. Yeah. Uh, but we're not, we're not doing it for money. When you do, can you take me somewhere? <laughs> 
We're not doing it for the money. We're doing no. it to break even yeah. and to have an opportunity to share the ministry and share the gospel through a, a, that sports ministry. Yes. And sports in America is amazing because like 90 some percent of every American is impacted by sports at least once a week. My mom, 88 years old. Makes sense. Next month, in two months. She'll tell you if the Buckeyes won or not. She'll tell you if the Bengals won. I mean, it's just she so ingrained in our culture. So it is. sports a great way to, you know, get the kids out there and uh, have the opportunity to, to share the stuff we share with them and, and with their parents. Love that. Yeah. And that's why we do it. That's the only reason we do it. And, and to get the private jet someday. <laughs> no. Just no. kidding. <laughs> uh, before the private jet, the indoor facility. Yes. yes. <laughs> we might want to give back to the kids a little bit more before we get the private jet. But no, we are totally kidding about yes. that. So please. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I can see it now. What is your email for the someone that wants to complain? I'm kidding. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't have one. That's a great thing about here. I don't have one. You know what you should get? You should get Yelp because that's that's all complaints. Oh, you're in the restaurant isn't business. Isn't it fun? Oh my gosh! I so Jamie and I were over in Athens the other day. We have a friend that has a restaurant over there, and we were picking up, delivering some kegs, picking up some kegs, and he was just like, "Oh Yelp!" Yeah, <laughs> he was I, telling us about a review that someone had left. And none of it made any sense whatsoever. One star review and none of it made one like a sense. And yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I, there's, I all types of, there's all types of way to review things. But for some reason, Yelp is the main one just <laughs> to completely trash somebody for a bad experience. When I went to college in the 80s. <laughs> a few years ago, Studying John. business. And I know this has changed. Back then, the average was a satisfied customer would tell a uh, Three people. Okay. A dissatisfied customer, 11. I could see that, yes. I have to believe that now with the advent of social media oh. and the ease of complaining, it's those numbers, the 11's got to be more than that because people, they want everyone, well, everyone to know that they were not satisfied. Right. And I love the ones that don't even give you the opportunity to fix anything. Exactly. Uh, with, with my employees. Like, I will fix anything. Exactly. Like, That's I will it, do my best. Yeah. My employees, I'm like, hey, try. if we've made a mistake this big, let's repay it this big. Because yeah. we want them to be satisfied because we sure. need them to come back. I told sure. all, this blows my employees' minds when I tell them that I want, I'm looking to serve our customers to the point that I can have their next 500 orders. And you're like, 500 orders? That's one pizza a week for 10 years. I will eat one pizza a week for 10 years. Sure. So we can't, you know, you're in the same, you're in the same yeah. business. You can't sever that relationship. So if we make a mistake, let us make it right. Tell us. And yeah. Let us apologize and make it right. Don't blast us on. Uh, don't go to Yelp. Uh, but before you even leave the place. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't us... sit there at my table and like, kill yeah. me. Let us make it right. Yeah, no. that's that. I think that's a, one of the, the most frustrating things about the, the hospitality industry is that uh, people... Don't, if you want to complain, cool, but let me fix it. Right. If you're not going to give me an opportunity to fix it, then I don't really want to hear about Here'd it. Here'd be a great review. Uh, you know, they messed my food up, but the manager came out and made it right. And Correct. Uh, they did the right thing, and it was awesome. And it was great. And I will certainly give them another opportunity because they care. Right. Or just don't <laughs> write anything. <laughs> <laughs> and again, if you screw it up and you don't fix it, then you deserve what you get. Right. But give, give someone an opportunity to... Oh, I had one that was going to... <laughs> she was going to call the sheriff on me because we accidentally uh, she was traveling through and her child was you know had gluten issues and we accidentally gave her you know some shrimp with breading on it instead of grilled shrimp it was just a miscommunication and she literally um was sitting there at the table so i went to the table and she said she was getting ready to call the sheriff Wow. And I said, well, I got right here. I got his number. So here you go. <laughs> and it's right around the corner. I mean, he's not far. He might walk. He, he'll probably answer if you call. So <laughs> I, I had a customer. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> One busy Friday night, I had a customer call me up very angry. And he was telling me that he was going to own my restaurant. Oh. If one of my, and I forget what caller he said. He was saying if one of my red delivery cars pulled out in front of him again, he's going to own my business. 
I said, sir, I don't even have a red delivery car. Yes, you do. It was that or that type of argument. But uh, yeah. somehow, I don't know how the process works that he ends up owning my restaurant because <laughs> of that. But uh, yeah, one of my red delivery cars pulled out in front of him again. Okay. Like, I have three gray cars. <laughs> Anyways. We've often Good said, times. Oh, it is. We've often said that um, like restaurant owners, we should ha have a support group. And uh, it would be a fun, fun podcast. Yeah. Like just a topic of the day. You know, craziest thing someone's complained about. Yeah. Go. On, Everybody on, talk. <laughs> I, I read a review on Yelp one time. And uh, here we go back yeah. to the Yelp again. It said, I ate at this Pizza Hut, but the one in Columbus is a lot better than this one was. Oh. Pizza Hut. Yeah. Okay. One star review. <laughs> Some people understand what we're talking about right now. The I know. Around the restaurant business, other people are like, what's wrong with them? I know. Why are they being whiny children? <laughs> it's, 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 it's the fun outweighs this by far. But by this, far, yes. But you have to laugh at stuff like this or you'll cry yourself to sleep every night. You, you will or drive yourself crazy. Yes. yes, absolutely. And the people around you. <laughs> yeah. But it is, oh, people are, it takes all kinds. But. Yes. But for the most part, and people, I will say, you asked about the pandemic and, and not to get into all that again, but, you know, I had a lot of people ask me when we were able to reopen and, and all of that, you know, oh, I'll bet you, I bet people were just jerks and, you know, when they came back in and whatever, I was like, no, I mean, like literally I could say 98% of people are freaking awesome yes and they were so happy for us yes that we survived yes because again hundred and some thousand restaurants did not survive yeah and so it's just that those couple that um <laughs> but really i mean i will say in our small little community i thought everybody kicked butt and like um you know customers were so they followed the rules they you know you heard these horror stories on the national news about you know, people getting in fist fights and whatever. And I'm like, I didn't see any of that. Right. You know, I had a few people say, why can't I pull these tables together or whatever? Because it's gen law. And I say, no, because I don't want to get that. Right. Because I've got it situated and I don't want you moving my stuff. Yeah. Gen law. It, it was no fun being the sheriff in your <laughs> own restaurant. Like, hey, put your mask back on. You know, that was no fun. Correct. And, <laughs> but for the most part, people were very cool and understanding. Right. So thank you community. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and thank you to that. the ones that, that were genuinely happy for us that yes. we survived, that yes. we, you know, made it through. Yeah, absolutely. Cause you know, it's, it's rough out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough out there anyway, let alone, you know, global pandemics and having to shutter your doors and you know, yeah. all that, but it's fine. But, you know, owning our own business, we'd have it no other way. That's right. And, you know, at the end of the day, we choose to do what we do. So you kind of deserve what you get, yeah. don't you? The 98% of the people? Yes. The 2% are, are on Yelp, by the way. Yes, those 2%. Nonstop. They're the one stars on yes, Yelp. all the time on Yelp. And the funny part is, if you look at all their reviews, they're pretty much all right. that yeah, they're same They're not review. happy about anything, <laughs> and they want everyone to know about it. I had Yelp call me one time. <laughs> I'm probably going to get some hate mail from Yelp. Do they no, watch this show? I don't think so. Okay. I think you're safe. Mystery they, Yelp, sorry. They wanted to, uh, and I, I can't remember the, all of it, but they wanted me to pay $600 a month. Yes. Oh, of course they do. And they were somehow going to manage all this for me, all my reviews yes. and this and that. Isn't that crazy? Like, wow, 600 a month? And we're surprised that I was not interested. Yes. I'm like, why would I pay you when people get on there for free and do it? Yeah, like, I, I mean, know. they're going to leave me reviews regardless. That's what I couldn't put together in my I mind know. either. They do that because they want to control it all and, yeah. and they want your money. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about money. Isn't that weird? So what else? How can we end on a high note? I don't know. Andy, what can we do on a high note here? Well, I have a, um, a sort of game, if you will, if you guys are willing. <gasps> Andy it's, has a game? Well, if you want to call that. It's okay. just simply called Caption This. Okay. I stumbled across this on my way in, and I want you guys to caption it. Okay. Ready? Yes. What? That is a horse in the field with the state patrol sitting there just watching the horse. You That's like live. You saw that happen. I saw that on my way in, yes. Caption it, John. This is what my sergeant used to ride when he started. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Which end does the food go in? <laughs> I don't know. See, my caption, I, the first one was just horsing around, which yeah. was too easy. That's low-hanging fruit. Love it. But it was also with the price of gas. Maybe he's going to try to convert it to his new vehicle. I know. Well, my new light bar fit on that horse. Yeah. yeah. Anybody in the comments, anybody watching this, uh, you can capture this play along with us. That is so funny. Um, where was that, Andy? Just um, not so, super specific. It was but... in Albany off uh, okay. 143. Well, I will say, as somebody that does have um, horses who have um, more than once been on the other side of the fence, I feel for whoever that is and the patrolman because, number one, if you don't know how to catch them, it's terrifying. And number two, I'm sure the horse is scared and or not because he's just chilling out eating. Uh, the but, horse was just acting like he wasn't even there. Like he's like, I'm on the other side of the fence. <laughs> Woo! The grass is greener. <laughs> that could have been a good caption. Yeah, the grass that, is greener. I like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the patrolman's thinking, I don't I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> so are you saying right now that the horse really is in charge of the situation? Uh, 100%. Okay. Right. <laughs> yes. Even though um, the other guy has a gun? He, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Horse doesn't care. Right. I will say that God bless them. Some of my neighbors just keep, um, and, and it, knock on wood, hasn't happened in a really long time. Because I think we, we had a hole somewhere. We never did find out where the hole was. But anyway, uh, our neighbors just kept a supply of apples and carrots on <laughs> hand so that if we happened to not be home, they would go, you know, corral them and throw them back in the field for us. So thank you to our neighbors who are so kind. Um and would stop when, you know, the donkey was standing in the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, nice. it's worth noting that this was my neighbor's house, so I just stopped to make sure he knew whose <laughs> house it was, and she was on her way, and the cop handled it well. He was just, he could hear the owner yelling, and he told the horse, uh-oh, you're going to get in trouble. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he handled it well. He didn't have to stop. He wanted to make sure the horse stayed out of the road and made it sure everyone was safe. So, you know, and that's, and, and, you know, we've had uh, the highway patrol in a couple of times recently and, you know, that's what they should be remembered for. Not the right. other stuff, because that is the majority of their job right there is, is safety and yeah. helping people. And when there's a <laughs> giant dangerous issue, they're going toward that. You know, we get away from it. Yeah, we they run get, from it. They, they run to it, it. To take care of it. Yeah. 100%. Are you that person that runs to the fire or away? And I was surprised. They come in the beach shop a lot. Uh, I was talking to the state highway patrolman that they need more state highway patrolmen. Very much. I was surprised because when I grew up, that oh. was a gold standard of a job. You could not get yep. into the academy. Yeah. It was, I mean, you had to know somebody, right. a congressman right. or something to get into the academy. And uh, yeah, now they are really they're recruiting and and looking for good folks to join so there you go if you're looking for a career path andy there you go oh man i i couldn't do it i i do not envy them i respect them but i, I couldn't do it i know it, it you have to be a very very special person to be a first responder of any sort walk up on a, a three in the morning on a country road with the car you just pulled over yeah have no idea yeah yeah Whew, tough yeah. So there, that was a good note. Yeah. And so did you see, did the horse make it back home or? I, I left, I heard the owner coming up her driveway. So okay. I assume, I mean, this isn't, a, like, it's right across from my house. It's not the first time it happened. It won't be the last. So I assume no. all's well that ends well. But uh, yeah, it wasn't something you see every day. No, it's definitely not something that you see every day. Yeah. Um, are you a Yellowstone fan? I have six kids. You probably don't watch Yellowstone. I don't watch a much lot. TV. The, the thing I, uh, we like to watch NFL football, so that's the most TV we watch the whole year. Gotcha. And then, really, when the NFL season's over, I, I'm like tired of football. Yes. So it takes me a few months to get past it, but I'm back now. Okay. I'm back. He's I'm, ready. I'm ready for some football. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Buckeyes. Speaking of not NFL, but college, Buckeyes uh, preseason number two uh, coming out in the country and uh, have quite a. Uh, Jamie was telling me that. Uh, I think it was ESPN listed like the top 10 anticipated games of the season. And we were like four of them. The f that first game. Yeah. There's what Penn state, uh, um, Notre Dame, Notre Dame yeah. um, of course, Michigan. And I think there was one other one that uh, was certainly ranked up there. So. It'll be interesting to see. My father-in-law talks about this all the time, but interesting to see what they do with college football 
divisions over the next 10 years. Yeah, uh, it's like gone they're talking about amok. Having like <laughs> Crazy. Three or four major divisions. Uh, be interesting to see. We're, you saw the teams in California wanting to come yes. to the Big Ten. That like, says a lot. It, it is a little ironic. Yeah, I'm sure you can see the irony when the Big Ten is like now the, you know, big, what, 15, 15 maybe 14 or 15. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't and, is, at what, what is point it? do we change our 18 I want to say 18 <laughs> at what point do we change the name or do we ever yeah. change the name and I'm more interested in um where what's the NCAA role going to be in a year or two because right now the NCAA governs things but they really don't so with this new realignment they could separate themselves from the NCAA which I think is interesting it's yeah. all stuff that's mind-blowing next five or ten years will be very interesting that's to see scary. college football because the you mentioned earlier, it's all about the dollar. There's billions of dollars at stake there. It is. And, and you know, you could go, we could do an entire program on whether these kids should be able to benefit um, from themselves in college. Um, because I don't, it's, it's, I don't know, you could argue both sides, but it's almost like a prostitution thing. I mean, they're, they're making it's colleges and, and the NCAA is making all this money off these kids right. and they're not allowed to make it themselves. Right. And yeah, I don't get, know. I see both sides, but you get the free education, whew. which is worth something, but yeah, absolutely but it, you're right. It's apples and oranges now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm making, I get the free education for this amount, but, but the college is making it this amount. So yeah, be interesting next few years. It's going to be. And I think that, I think that you'll find that the, players and you know a lot of these players and i understand that argument too come from nothing right so they get a free education cool and and that's amazing but they also need to live right they need you know money to go to taco bell and buy books and right. all of this stuff and um they deserve that if they can make some money um off their talent then right. and it's hard for them to have time to get a part-time job. Too. Right. They, they don't have time for it. I mean, they they eat, breathe, and sleep whatever sport they're playing. Right. So what, uh, do you and like pro football? I do. Especially Joe. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow. Yeah. So. Isn't he cute? I was going, to, and I'm going to do this. Mark my words. Okay. When they win the Super Bowl. And by the way, let me preface this by saying. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Okay. But I'm I'm rooting for the Bengals. How do you not? You know, you just they can't They deserve not. it. They do. Uh, Finally. Almost, <laughs> almost as much as the Browns. Yes. But anyways, when they win the Super Bowl, I'm going to rent a billboard on 32. Okay. Heading toward Athens. Yes. And say, congratulations, Joe Burrow. Uh, come see me sometime at Cardo's Pizza. P.S. Bring Jamar with you. <laughs> because you know that. Joe Burrow's got to be driving out 32, you know, when he... he has Comes back to, unless, yes. unless he has the private jet. He might have I don't that. think he's there yet. But anyways, when they win the Super Bowl, you're going to see that billboard. I and love I'm going to invite it. Joe Burrow to come by the pizza shop. Woohoo! Maybe he'll come to an upward flag football game. That'd be game. awesome. Truth. Or truth. truth. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, truth. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But I, I wanted to do it. I was actually going to do it this year. You know, they made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I could not get the billboard. So I'm going to have to... Just start a little earlier with my strategy. Okay. Yeah. And I think I you might to go to. Faith. I might go to that first <laughs> Bengals game this year. It's versus the Steelers at, oh, in Cincinnati cool. on in the Cincinnati. 11th of September. Nice. Yeah. Turns oh, out my supplier. Good. I don't know if you ever benefited from this, but my main supplier has wonderful tickets at every Bengals home game. Isn't I didn't nice? know this for 30 years. <gasps> Where have you been? <laughs> I found out last year, and we went these beautiful club level seats. You're right there. You go back into this beautiful area with all this food and stuff. So, yeah, where's went, that been all yeah, our lives? I, I went last year and uh, I said, could I go ahead and get on the list for the Steelers game next year? So, I'm hoping to be there. Okay, very good. Well, you have to give us a report back on how it goes. Also, next time I come, I'm going to give a report back on my YouTube channel. I'm just, I'm just that's all I'm going to say. Oh, You're, you as a restaurant person are going to love this idea. Okay. I'm working on a YouTube channel. Okay. Love it. Yeah. Very fun. All right, we'll give you a report back then, too. How much time do we have, by the way? Uh, we're, we're out of time. <laughs> Are we even on the air? <laughs> we're just chatting. Oh, I, I forgot to press the button at the very beginning, so we haven't been on. Oh, ha, 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 Did you Andy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick your butt over there. See, this is what happens when James leaves. <laughs> All right, I'm going to make pizza. Well, John, thank you so much. Uh, stop in, see free plug for Cardo's. Amazing, amazing pizza uh, every day. Um, 
You guys do a fantastic job. Uh, True Sports, if you are interested in signing your child up for... Oh, can girls sign up? Oh, yeah. Girls can play football? I've seen some amazing girls play football, flag football. Love yeah. it. Because, you know, girls develop a little faster than boys. And I've seen girls dominate the games. We're a little better at multitasking, too. <laughs> so, anyway, that's yeah. just my... TrueSports.fun, I think is what you're driving at. Yes, TrueSports.fun. Register today. You have till Monday to do it. So get in there and register your child. And uh, there is some a little bit of help as well uh, if you need that. So Yeah, through the community action. And thank you and Matt and my best customer I've ever had, Pete Wilson, oh. for helping get the <laughs> word out about uh, th these programs. Absolutely. Come back and see us anytime. It's good to see you. Rock on. All right. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate you so much for watching. And we will be right back here tomorrow on Friday with, I think, Dan and Pete or Dan, Dan and Pete. I'm not sure which. Right. But we'll be talking high school football and maybe some friends from Oak Hill as well or Vinton County. You never know. Sports. We're going to be talking about football tomorrow, so tune in. We'll see you then. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.